Okay, I'm recording. Well, folks, I think I'm going to do a little uh, riff from The Course of Miracles tonight. I don't know. I've, uh, people who've seen me live over the years, I do it a few times a year, maybe more. <laughs> but uh, if you don't know what The Course of Miracles in, uh, get in line, you know, we all do. It's just, uh, it happened in the 70s. Something downloaded into someone's head, a woman, uh, a friend of hers transcribed what was coming through and it became, it was called A Course in Miracles. And uh, it played a big role in my life at, at a certain phase and uh, this part Well, I just love it. I just love going over this. So I'm going to start, all right? So this is coming out of the the uh, the inner foundation one. There's a lot of uh, copies now. And it's on page 468. It comes under a title called The Message of the Holy Relationship. And uh, it's the second paragraph in that on the, that topic so here we go and for me it's just a beautiful form of negation it doesn't say much about what we are it's just describes what we're not as an activity so that what you are can see it yeah yeah all right so it goes i'm going to skip the first sentence it's uh if you read the pages before it, you'll get the understanding of what they're saying, which is, yet we have heard a very similar description earlier in the last few pages, but it was not of you. Yeah? This is the beautiful thing. In a way, whatever can be described cannot be of you. You're indescribable. Yeah? But what you're not can be described quite clearly. So there is no what you're not. It's just a, a, we use a word. It's an activity of the mental state that implies we're something other than what we are. Yeah? It implies it. It authenticates it. It refers to it. It takes itself to be it. Whatever. There's tons of ways, tons of different flavors. But, but basically, the mental processes are in the act of being identified as self, representing the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. Yes? A thing. Okay, so, yet we have heard a very similar description earlier, but it was not of you. But still, this strange idea, which it does accurately describe, you think is you. Yeah? So what's being described, clearly not of you, we think it is us, yeah? The thinking is what makes it seem to be so. The thinking is what's used to reinforce it. It's not you thinking. There's a thinking about a you, yeah? Yeah, so 
but still this strange idea, yeah, that we're a thing, separate, long-lasting, and independent of everything else, yeah? It's a pretty strange idea that I stop here and you start in that square somewhere. Reason would tell you, reason would tell you, you could use the word wisdom, but they use the word reason. Reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours must make no sense to you. So what is he implying there? Obviously he's implying looking out of these eyes, yeah? These eyes are, are the function of perception and those perceptions are describing a, a world that makes no sense to you. A world of separation, a love, a world where there may not be love and there's hatred and shit happens and all this stuff, yeah? So reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours, so basically he's negating, he or she, whatever, he's negating that you're a thing with two eyes, yes? He's negating this vision. There's a clear negation of it. He's saying, reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours must make no sense to you. To whom would seeing such as this, which is self-centeredness, yes? To whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? Yeah, so other words, the messages that are coming to us to the brain, where is that message pointed at? Who is it pointed at, yeah? Is it pointed at as, as to what we are or what we're not, yeah? So he goes here, to whom would seeing such as this, which is, what is seeing such as this? Seeing such as this that it's not of you, yeah? The seeing is not of you. It's a function of a programming, yeah? To whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? Surely not you. I mean, it's, it's almost like saying, how can you miss it, yeah? Surely not you. So basically, what we're listening to all day isn't, a, it is, it's about a you, but it isn't about you, yeah? It's about a you, but it's not about you. Yet we listen to it incessantly because something must be in place for that which has nothing to do with us to seem to have everything to do with us. And that is the act of being identified as what you're not. Yeah? So to whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? Surely not you whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes that look upon the world. Yeah? So basically, our sight, you would call it awareness, or, yeah? That would be a more, a clearer description of it. So the, the real sight is not of the eyes, it's of awareness, yeah? To whom would seeing such as, such as this send back its messages? Surely not you, whose sight, meaning our, us, yeah? Surely not you, whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes that see the world. Our sight, uh, the awareness is independent of these eyes that see the world. Yeah? 
if this is not your vision, this is so beautiful. First, he's basically negating it in a subtle way. He said, if this is not your vision, yeah, what can it show to you? It can show you that it's not your vision. Yeah? If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? It's not your vision. That's the whole point. The whole point of seeing what you're not is to see you're not that. That's the point. Yeah? We can't feel... We, we seem to be unable to just rest in being, so we have to see what we're not to get a sense that we've always been resting in being, yeah? Being a self, and they're reinforcing the idea, yes? So the perceptions are being used to reinforce the idea that you're the perceiver and that you're a thing, going totally against the the revelation of Huang Po when he looked at everyone and says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. The messaging that we're listening to, that we're believing, is completely contrary to that. It's saying that which can be perceived is the perceiving. Yeah? That which is perceived is what's perceiving. Where Huang Po came along and said that which can be perceived isn't the perceiving. Yeah? It's that extremely different. So, surely not you whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes that look upon the world. Yeah. If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? It's not your vision. <laughs> That's the whole point. The whole point of selfing is to see it's what it's implying and assuming and suggestion isn't you. That's the whole point of it. It's not, the whole point of it is you recognize what you are by recognizing what you're not, yeah? Or you're actually, and when you rec recognize what you are by recognizing what you're not, the recognition is immediately, you've always been this way, yes? So the recognition isn't being held by someone, the recognition is you've always been this, always, yeah? In other words, all this stuff that I believed to be so wasn't. All the years I thought this was so wasn't. Yeah? It's such a beautiful message. It doesn't leave anything to be cleaned up. There's not one little thread that is still loose. Yes? It's beautiful. It whacks it right at the root. Yeah? So... If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? The brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. Yeah? So what awareness is aware of, the brain cannot interpret that. Yes? The brain, the brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. This you would understand. The brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah? Case is closed. The brain, this thing we call us, interprets everything, all the information that it gathers is interpreted to pertaining to the body. Yeah? 
So now, when you think of yourself as spiritual, you're framed as a body being spiritual. The brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. That's all you need to know, yeah? That's all you need to know to have a healthy suspicion about what's being listened to all day. And what's the agenda of that which is being listened to all day? Because that which is being listened to all day isn't reinforcing you, it's reinforcing a you, yeah? A manufactured idea. And basically, we get weaned off of living and we get... and. We get addicted to an interpretation. So instead of life is happening, which is what's going on, it's seen as life's happening to me. And the me it's happening to isn't of us. But what it says you cannot understand, yet you have listened to it. And long and hard, you try to understand its messages. You have not realized it is impossible to understand what fails entirely to reach you. You have received no messages at all you understand, for you have listened to what can never communicate at all. It can interpret, it can narrate, it can forecast, it can fucking condemn, it can judge, but it cannot, it does not communicate. It's a broadcast, yes? It's a broadcast, like propaganda, like we say in recovery, false evidence appearing real. Then think then what happens. Let's forget, don't even think then. What happens, yeah? What happens? Denying what you are. Does anyone think they're denying what they are right now? Probably not. We're not sitting here, oh, I caught myself denying what we are. This is the trip. And firm in faith that you are something else. So being firm in faith that you are something else is a denial of what you are. Yeah, let's just switch the sentence around. Being firm in faith that you are something else is how the mental state denies what you are, yeah? It's through the identification as what we're not, we're in the act of denying what we are. In, infirm, in affirming what we're not, we're in the act of denying what we are. That's duality. That's the whole negation of non-duality. That, right there, yeah? We don't know one, we don't see one activity, therefore we don't see the other. We don't see that we're in the act of denying what we are. We don't think we're in firm in faith in something that we're not. We believe we have faith in what we are. Yeah? Because of why? Because we're, we're misidentified as something other than us. I mean, it's so freaking obvious. So denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else this something else, this is so beautiful, really, how it, he, this course puts it. This something else that you have made to be yourself becomes your sight. This is sort of the progression of the thing. 
First, there's the denial of what you are by having faith in what you're not. And then you arrive at this something that you're not, you have made to be yourself. Yeah, unbelievable. This something that you're not, you have made to be, your, to be yourself. As he says here, denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else, this something else that you have made to be yourself becomes your sight. Yeah, it becomes your sight. And that sight is delivering everything. The brain that's behind that seeing is delivering everything, all the information to the interpretation of you as a body. Yeah. Yet it must be the something else. This is incredible, brother. It must be the something else that sees and as not you. Yeah. You see it? It must be this something else, the something else that we're not, that sees and as not you, explains its sight to you all fucking day. Yeah, all day, every day. Your vision would, of course, render this quite unnecessary. Yet, if your eyes are closed, yeah, if you if you believe. If your eyes are closed and you have called upon this thing to lead you, asking it to explain to you the world it sees, you have no reason not to listen nor to suspect that what it tells you is not true. Well, now you do. Hearing these two paragraphs, you now have a pretty damn good reason to suspect that what it tells you is not true. If you come out of the program, if you come out of active addiction and you experience the, the acronym of fear, false evidence appearing real, you're not under a great suspicion. You know that this thing has been, that has been talking to me is not true. Yes? Could you actually, can you feel like a real, a living picture right now of what's going on is a denying of what we are and being firm in faith that we are something else, yeah? So let's just actually switch it. Are we firm in faith that we are something else and therefore, in the act of denying what we are. And what will happen with the selfing is, if you are, there'll be an identification as that, and then that will try to get out of that, and you'll be caught in the great net of self, can't get out of self, because self is still being called you. Yeah, now you've objectified the self that you're not, but you're taking your to be the subject of self, seeing the object of self. This is what non-duality negates, not one, but two. The two sides of the fucking counterfeit coin, yeah? The policeman and the thief. It's not enough to see the thief, you have to see the thief 
is the same as the policeman. Yeah? So, I'm sorry for the bomb before, the Zoom bomb. Uh, it's amazing what people would get out of that. I can't understand where... What would be the, the, the satisfying experience of doing that? It just seems crazy to me. <laughs> but hey, so uh, if anyone would like to share, Mike, yeah, let's, let's go to it. Anybody want to put their hands up? Except for the Zoom bombers. I can, I can mention quickly that even the brain doesn't really interpret, uh, at least on that, on that um, descriptive level, like there's studies that show you can show colors, like there's an infinite number of colors, right? And the brain has the ability to recognize what we know of as colors and can repeat the name of that color or recognize it or whatever. But if it falls in between those colors, it won't remember it because it didn't even interpret it. It doesn't even really, it doesn't even know it's there. But in the moment, people can appreciate the color. Yes. They can, they can register people's appreciation of it, but there's no memory of it. There's no, you know, so it literally is being in the moment. Well, exactly, because the interpretation kicks in. Yeah. And therefore, just like we had that story about when you black out in recovery, when, when you're an addict or an alcoholic and you would black out. It's, a, it's a, a typical condition that occurs to people who have gotten to a point in alcoholism where they black out when they drink and they come to, they seemingly come to 14 or 15 hours later or a few hours later and they may be in another state or they fucking got married or something happened and their whole story is they don't remember anything. But the woman that married Paul in the blackout was being accompanied by a Paul, yeah? So the, the brain has a lot of substitutes for the self. Sort of like that movie Moon with all the clones, yeah? So when you get totally intoxicated and the brain loses the plot, yeah, something immediately gets, gets wedged right back in, and for those 13 hours, you're a Paul, yeah, but when the bigger Paul, or let's say the more historical Paul shows back up, it has, to, it has to totally have no memory of the previous Paul, because it would blow its whole story that it's Paul, yeah? How could it be Paul if there's thousands of Pauls? <laughs> So, of course, there's a lot of living going on, but the attention gets moved to the interpretation of the living. Yeah? Because the faith is moving to, there's the faith in what we're not. And that faith in what we're not is actually the act of denying what we are. Yeah? This isn't about doing anything about it. It's by recognizing, by seeing it. Yeah? Because if you start trying to change it, that's part of the system, yeah? As soon as you try to get out of it as the system, that's more of the system. This isn't a call to arms, this is just an invitation. If, it, if the shoe fits, wear it. 
and more will be revealed. You don't have to do a damn thing. All you, it's already in. It's been heard. Now, you'll maybe notice that something will claim to be the hearer of it, but it got through anyway. Yeah? And we got a hand up by Alan. Alan? Hey, Alan, how are you? You unmute yourself, Alan? Unmute. Okay. Um, well, I really like it when you read from the course because the course is kind of what got me all into this. But whenever you read, I, I feel like I'm not, I'm not intelligent enough to get the message. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like I, I'm not, I can't get it. That's the whole point. You can't. Well, so I can't, I can't not try and get it. I keep, I want to, I want to get it. That's right. I can't, I can't not try to get it either because that's, you know, more trying. So the trying to get it is going to fail you. And that's the getting it in a, so in a way. Yeah. Nothing that happens here isn't put to use everything. Yeah. So what can a failed system show you? It's failed. That's incredible success. Yeah. Well, how much longer do I have to keep? <laughs> yes, that's, that's exact. You're in a great place right there. <laughs> you're, near, you're near the breaking point. <laughs> Don't stop looking. Keep looking. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. It's lovely when uh, <laughs> the cocoon is just ready to break open, but it hasn't yet. you're not can't stop trying to get it yeah that's one of the main tenets of the whole message yeah you're seeing it the narration is from what you're seeing and it's sharing from there but at that same moment because one is not of time and the other is of time you're seeing that yeah so there's the Allen that's super frustrated and there's the seeing of that that's not frustrated whatsoever. Yeah? So Alan will keep on reaching and reaching and reaching, and then one, it'll just collapse, and then suddenly the attention will move from Alan over to there. Yeah? Which it does all day. See? But when Alan arises again, it forgets that. But it's always there. Yeah? 
it's not going to be able to forget it at a certain point. Yeah? Like 51% of Allen's stock will move over. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, you're maybe right. 49.7%. <laughs> and you can't push it over the finish line. <laughs> that's, that's prolonging the race <laughs> in a weird way. So, <laughs> yeah. It's no problem, Alan, because when it sort of dawns on you, the whole thing of I'm, I was blowing it, I took too long, all that is is seen through. The whole idea of time gets seen through, yeah? You haven't blown anything, you didn't miss anything. No, none of that's true. It isn't, yeah? No time, no time intersects every moment, yeah? So right now, the moment seems to me more important, let's say, than no time. Yeah? You'll get free samples where no time will be more important than the moment, the time moment. Yeah? And when that is, it tells you it's always been this way of no time. Always. Yeah? Therefore, it brings a lightness to the idea of time and I've blown it and all this. You get to see... Uh, all the, re all the guilt and shame is a reinforcement of what you're not, really. All the, I failed, I should have kissed the teacher's feet, foot longer or whatever. I forgot to wash every toe, you know, <laughs> something. I should have gave more attention to the pinky or whatever, you know. And then we come up with all these reasons. There's no reason for it. Nothing's happened. You are that, yeah? Yeah, you are that. Yeah. It's sort of like the thing we use with the, you know, Zen. They have the first there is the mountain, then there is no mountain. Yeah. So first there's Alan, let's say. Then there is no Alan as an experience or whatever. You get a free sample. But then it seems like there's Alan again. And now you're really pissed off or you fucking either you start working even harder or meditating longer or hopefully you don't, but whatever, yeah? But the thing is, it's inevitable. If there is a mountain, it's inevitable for some of us there will be the appearance there is no mountain, but then the appearance of the mountain will arise back again and that will be more stubborn or seem to be more real than there is no mountain. What we're trying to do is place something before the three things. There is no mountain. Yeah. Then there's a mountain. Then there's no mountain. Then there's a mountain. Yeah. You handle the, the second, third, and fourth much better when you're clear on the first. <laughs> when you're clear, there is no mountain. When, you won't be so, so uh, stoked and looking so hard for there not to be a mountain, yeah? Because you don't really give the shit about the mountain either. <laughs> so there's an acceptance of the mountain. Hey, if there's no mountain, fine. Or if there is a mountain, fine. Yes? And therefore, but that doesn't come, that comes from the, the fact of there is no mountain, yeah? 
That's what allows you to be okay when there's a mountain or there is no mountain. There is no mountain. <laughs> Stick with us, Alan. I'll never, I'll always let you down, really. That's how, that's how the mountain, I. The mountain doesn't get it. What? The mountain I doesn't know. get it. <laughs> I know. But you're enjoying our company, eh? I do. I love it. This is, yeah, this is like the best. Fantastic, then. Stick with us and uh, we'll lose interest together. Yeah, this is, well, this is my concert right here. This is what I'd pay to come to. Uh, all right, great. Well, we're just, you know, you may not, I don't know what you think of yourself, but I think a lot of you, bro. I've watched you now for months in these squares, and I really appreciate your uh, presence and holding the space for us. I do. Alan doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. Yes, it's true. I like everyone, but you, Alan, I've been watching, you know, for months now. So you may see... On the surface, you may think you don't have it, but you really uh, transmit it, yeah? So, yes, yeah. What you are is speaking louder than what you say, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You're okay, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Stop Zoom bombing us. All right, I know you're the Zoom bomber. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to move on, Alan. I'll see you. Yeah, don't hesitate to ask anyone else a question. <laughs> All right, who's next? Eh? Thanks, Alan. Mary's next. Yeah, Mary. Hi, Paul. It's Mary Graydon. How are you, How Mary? How are you? Good. Thanks for hanging in there and coming back on. I was. You I can't was, kill me, honey. You can't kill me. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was pretty bizarre. Pretty bizarre. It's all good. Um, I wanted to just, you know, Alan. Um, I know what Paul says is so true. Like, uh, and I wanted to share. I've been doing the course for years now, and and. Um, you know, with, with great intensity and longing, you know, and all that, and just feeling like, ah, I don't get it. And, uh, and so since I've been really regularly coming to listen to Paul and um, something, you know, the simplicity of what you say and the repetitive nature and all of that, somehow it's like it finally has come to me. Like, cause the course always talks about forgive the world. You know, there is no world, forgive the world. In other words, it's all illusion. Shut and the fuck up, you the, whore. You uh, dirty bitch. You dirty You dirty whore. You dirty piece of. I think we cut him out. That's good. Wow. So, anyway, um, uh, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yeah. So, so Paul, what, what uh, you know, this awareness that just came just so lately and so beautifully is like, somehow what my self selfing was doing or whatever was I had to somehow forgive this huge big world but it's like it's not that it's simply my perception of it 
right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, because that is the world.